They keep with the programming. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. Wolverine. It's been a while since we've done a Mount Rush moment show. Dude, when you when you hit me up on that, I was like, oh yeah. I forgot. I those. forgot how fun <laughs> these were. Like making this list, I was like, gosh, how have we gotten away from these? I, I bet half of you people don't be, even know what these are. Because it could be anything, and that's what makes it kind of fun. And we did these on these breaks in between, like any sort of competition stuff. It's like, yeah. all right, rest oh my on, gosh, on this and that. That's how we filled it. How did we not do one for every week of semifinals? Gosh, we failed you oh, guys. We, yeah, you guys we have it. no idea how much we have failed you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, if you're new to the show... This is what we call Mount Rush moments. And the story is, and you know, Bill and I were broadcasting back in the day, we'd have this long day of awesomeness, right? And they're like, oh, we were working so hard. It's like it was great, right? Working, working together. Hard, working hard, talking about fitness. Yeah, and working hard, talking about fitness. And then we're at dinner. And me and Bill got our Stellas. We're not talking. Everybody else is talking. We have no idea how they're still talking. But we're like, hey, what was your favorite moment of the day? Like, or, or your top four or whatever. And it's like Mount Rushmore, right? Cause there's four heads on Mount Rushmore. It's like Mount Rushmore, pick four. I'm like, you know what we should do is we should make a segment called Mount Rush Moments where we just pick our four favorite of whatever's or our four least favorite or whatever's or our four best these things. And, uh, we have some fun and we encourage you guys to join with us. What were your favorite four? What are some, and today's topic is four things Bill and I separately i don't know what bill picked he doesn't know what i picked but we've probably picked one of the same as as our track records go oddly enough (laughs) and four things you would like to see come back to the crossfit games and you can pick anything you can pick a movement you can piece a piece of equipment um you can pick a an event something that uh some type of coverage some type of game whatever but you know uh, I don't know what you picked, but my list spans pretty much four different fields or genres, so to speak. I don't know about you. I I, I went uh, well. First of all, um, no Kelly, you're not. Oh, we do this all the time. Dang it. Are we on the right side. Are we on the sorry. Right side? There you go. You're good. You're I good. Forget. Um, I I I. Well, I didn't know what you wanted, and I purposely didn't ask because mm. I didn't want it to guide what I. I, I was basically going to go look. I'm just going to let my just kind of kind of let it flow, and if it's wrong, I'll change it on the fly. <laughs> I'll just I'll work it like that. But I just kind of was like, oh, this thing, that thing, and it was very. I didn't think, okay, in this particular segment, I wish that these things would come back, and then this particular segment, I just let it free flow. And it was actually kind of interesting because I'm definitely all over the board with mm-hmm. it. I think, yeah. Caden, what's up, dude? You getting ready for the games, bro? Yeah, bro. Getting ready for the games. games. What's up, everybody? Stefan, Kelly, Mike. Saw you there being a dick earlier. Ass poking the bear. Poking the bear. Bruce, draw your dagger. Get get some cool photos during semifinals, by the way. Shout out to you. Yeah. That was great. Uh, Heidi, wow, hello. There must be nothing going on with all you people here hanging out with us today. <laughs> hey, uh, before we get into it, because I always like to pull a random thing out. Last time we talked about the uh, the old sub. Jack, good name. <laughs> it was, uh, it was um, th- like t- yesterday or today. Let me pull this up. 24th. We've had 
You know the, the BMI index? Yeah. Stupid. Of how, how stupid it is? Stupid. I am as bad. I'm very obese. Yeah, I am obese based off this category. And what medical professionals would use in like physicals or schools is this something called the BMI index, which is like your, what is it? Your body mass, body mass index. Body mass index. And it would, all it would do is take like your height and your weight and then put you in some type of category. And so, for example, me being 6'2", 215 on the BMI (laughs) scale, I would be considered like obese. (laughs) I know. So am I. I'm obese at the six-foot range. That's pretty good. Yeah. But uh, here, this was just recently. BMI alone will no longer be treated as the go-to measure for weight management an obesity medicine physician explains the seismic shift taking place. Now, this is a short version. Like, this was just a recent thing. <laughs> there, there is some, uh, some things down here where it was, like, linked to racism. <laughs> what? BMI? <laughs> yeah. Dude, shut the fuck up. Well, it's like, okay, the, the BMI index was based off, like, white people in, like, the 1900s or something like that. So, they obviously, they would label it that. But whatever their <laughs> reasons is, I'm so glad they're getting rid of this finally. Yeah. We finally. had a we had a, a a a girl here, one of my one of my female trainers, she young kid wanted to go into the Air Force Academy. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that held her out, I mean there were, there were a couple other things, but one of the things that held her out was not what she could do physically, but they said that her BMI was off. And wow. this this girl is not I mean, it's like, it's like me, she's like me being fat for the BMI. And because of that, she was like, nope, you're not allowed to go further in the process. And I'm like, you guys just lost a stud. That was dumb. Dude. So dumb. Oh, it says right here. I know some of you put that in the comments. Body mass index is a measurement taken by dividing body weight in kilograms by height in meters squared. The metric was developed to estimate a normal body weight depending on the individual's height, given that taller people tend to weigh more. Yet it totally didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) So because it doesn't work, and obviously, like, it's such a, it's, the fact that you could literally look at people and see that and see that it doesn't work, but hey, we're going to keep using it anyway. Yeah. The doctors are all going to use it. The, the metrics are all going to use it. The standards are all going to use it. Yet everybody knows that it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. It's, it's uh, so dumb. It's great. Yeah. So I'm glad uh, they're getting away from that. For whatever yeah. reason started it, I don't care. But yeah, fun story, fun random story for the day. But relative to what we do. Yeah, 100%. Right? Now, what I hope this doesn't do is like get people off the hook for being freaking out of shape and obese. They, which it never did. I don't know. Let's just use the eye test. You need to get, you need to lose some weight (laughs) and then a blood test. Maybe, you know, maybe let's just start there. Let's just start with what actually is happening. Not this, like this equation that is equivalent to the horrific handstand push up knuckle to elbow ratio thing we did back in the day. What's up, Sarah? How about we just like, I don't know, draw your blood. And uh, let's see what actually is happening inside your body along with maybe, I don't know, an eye test. Not like your eye test. I, mean, I can look at you and say, it's like, hey, we got some things to work on. 
Well, I, I mean, they have. It's not that hard to do a body fat check. Nope. I mean, it's not that hard. Pretty straightforward. E- even if they do, I mean, if you want to do three three spots, or if you want to do seven, or if you want to do nine, or if you want to do twelve, or if you want to do the, you know, the dunk tank. If you want, I mean, you don't need to get that crazy with those to be relatively in the same area. Mm. So if you're off, you know, whatever two three percent up or down like you're still going to be you're still going to be within the realm and you know exactly what it is not something where it says that you are you chase are obese and me bill is obese based on this stupid standard that obviously isn't even remotely close yeah like come on it's it's just so dumb yeah it's uh yeah the time it takes to the time it takes to measure someone's wrist because this is one of the other ones that they would use for bmi like the wrist and the height Mm -hmm. and whatever the time it takes to measure the height and to weigh you on the scale, I could have pinched you three times and got a body fat test. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we, it, and I tell you what, like getting people's body fat percentages was so hard, not, not so hard, but somewhat tedious 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. Somewhat is like, it's when it was like only calipers. Yeah. But now they have these like body scans. Yeah. We just like stand on this thing and like hold two handles. Have you seen the ones where it's like a suit? It's a little extreme. Have you ever done the, uh, the underwater one? Yeah. 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 I did that one. Yeah. Those, I mean the, all of those things are really, really cool. And you know, they'll, they'll, people will go to say that they're incorrect because, well, you you didn't pinch at the correct place here or right. you're, yeah. you're not hydrated enough. So it's like, the, that's not the fat. Those that you're holding are, are not going to be, are not going to be right. That, that all of that might be true. It's not going to get you a dead on exact body fat, but what it does is give you a much better reading mm. than what BMI would do. Yeah. It gives you, it, it, it they aren't even remotely in the same realm, BMI versus any body fat test or anything, whether you're hydrated, not hydrated, you know, miss the pinch on the belly or do it, you know, not at an angle you went the wrong, like all of the things. Yeah. You'll be just fine using that and getting that reading versus whatever the BMI mass index yeah. bullshit would be. Yeah. So, you know, good news. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's not going to be the sole measurement, which is great, you know, but, uh, I don't know. Maybe they used it back in the day because people were not as fat as they are today. So they're like, keep you in check. And then now, you know, but wait, you would think if they would have made it back in the day though, right. It doesn't like, it it doesn't on the other way. It doesn't work. (laughs) I mean, like we have, we have all the overweight people now we didn't have it then. So how, how could a healthy fit person then, Mm -hmm. how did like, where did they, who did they measure? You have to be five ten and weigh one hundred and thirty five pounds or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's a small, it's a small person. Now, I also think the BMI is just as worthless as the scale is. Right? And I feel yeah, like we've yeah. gotten further away, but like, gosh, I mean, there was a time. I think this is when I was in high school, but it's like the late nineties, early two thousands, where like every woman thought they needed to weigh less than a hundred pounds. Totally. <laughs> like what? Well, that's like, that's like if I just could lose 10 pounds. I just got to lose 10 pounds. I'm like, you're 5'2". I would instantly two. be amazing. Like, do you know what would or happen Or even the guys, you? dude. Guys, if I could just put on 10 pounds. Right. I, I mean, for me, it's like I always I'd wanted to crack a good football 200. Because <laughs> like in college, the most I ever weighed was 170. And I was... Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. Swimmers, man. Skinny. Dude, you were skinny. Skinny. 
Wow. 45 pounds ago. 45 Holy pounds. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. 62170. Skinny. Crazy. And then I was like, oh, man, I just want to break 200. Why? I don't know. I, I, it didn't. And then when I did, I was well, like, I, I know, do not hold like on. this. I know exactly why. How much did your dad weigh? Uh, my dad is like 245. Yeah, see that right there. You're like, I gotta get over two hundred. I got as big as I, my dad. I gotta be like my dad. Yeah, two hundred is the man weight. Like for me, I don't want to be two hundred. If right. I if I hit two hundred, it's like, ooh, okay, I'm starting to I'm starting to fluffify myself a little bit right now. Shannon, what's up? Mama Madeira's in the house. Yeah, Justin. She says Justin's BMI says he's been obese since grade school <laughs> due to his muscle mass used to make me so mad. Yeah. And he's probably still obese winning the CrossFit Games two years ago. Well, I don't know, man. Sevon said he was looking fluffy. Uh, you know who <laughs> Ju- Justin looks like? He could be a bouncer in the movie Roadhouse. Oh, because of the mullet, yeah. Just because of everything. Totally. You know, if this, this, this CrossFit thing doesn't work out, which, you know, it's off to a good start. You know, you could always be an extra in Roadhouse. I think they're redoing it. They are, dude. That's terrible. Who is it? Do you know? No. But I think I saw I saw a commercial that had that. Like, I wonder if they're going to bring out like pleated acid wash gray pants with like the metal tipped belt and some cowboy boots and like a wife beater shirt. Like, that's going to be the that's going to be the outfit like the old for school. the bouncer. Right there. Yeah. Gosh, pleated, that movie. They got to be pleated pants. That movie pleated. was so awful, but so great. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I uh, when I. Our first gym I was ever at when we first opened, we watched Roadhouse. We would watch a movie like once a month. We had like a movie night. Yeah. And I would create like a drinking game for the movies because, you know, we're all young and single. And so we that's what we did. <laughs> awesome. And uh, it was great. Like you had a chuck, like if, if there was a roundhouse from Swayze, that was like a full beer. It didn't happen as much as you thought, but uh, it was good. It's good but stuff. you really wanted it to happen? I did, yeah. It's good times. <laughs> good times. All right, team. We are here to give our Mount Rush moments. The category is four things or top four things we would love to see back at the CrossFit Games this year. And this doesn't coincide with Dave coming back. That was a whole other show. If you guys want to see our opinions and our thoughts, our last episode about our thoughts on Dave Castro coming back was there. You guys can check it out. But this will be in the spirit of I don't know. I don't think times are changing, but before we get to maybe our predictions of what could happen, we just want to see is like, you know, it'd be really cool if this came back. It'd be really cool to see this again. Yeah. So play along with us, please. (laughs) Um, I've I've already seen some things in the chat. So as you guys, uh, we're going to go through one through four. Bill and I will go one, one, two, two, three, three, four, four. Feel free to throw in your one as we go through. Uh, I've already seen some in here, which are great. I'm going to pick one. Gosh, you guys are commenting a lot. Thank you so much. This is great to look at. Where is it? This is going to kick off. Oh, this is Jules's first one. She says, bring back the flute. Is that like the Yaz flute? No, bro. It's this. How the hell did we forget about that? I didn't forget about it. Jules, thanks. I totally forgot about it. Bill, you would forget about it weekly. 
I know. <laughs> You're like, all right, my number one is, and I'm like, boop. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I would get excited. I'd be so excited. Oh, all right. Let's start with number one. Bill, would you like to lead this party off? Yeah. All right. Let's hear your number one. Okay. So these are, like we said, in no particular order. Uh, I want to see um, something like, doesn't have to be exactly like, but something like, the killer cage. Ooh. And I think what I'm thinking is kind of like the um like the ninja warrior scaffolding where they have to go through the some of the grip stuff. Mm-hmm. Um crawling along the bars that way. I think that that intertwined with some lifting. Even if you wanted to do that as the gymnastic and then a weightlifting part. Like even like they did they did that in the killer cage. They had the bike, they had the uh and then the uh the uh, front squats. Okay, and then they had the gymnastic down and back with the monkey bars. I think something like that would be super fun. Killer Cage was so great. It was so dude, that was I the coolest thing about that one. I mean, other than the races itself, was the fact that when they put that monstrosity, when the dude. Rogue Team put that thing out there, we're like, you have got to be kidding me. Yeah. And what was nuts was I remember uh i had to i was helping out with emceeing on the floor during teams Mm -hmm. and dude that i have never seen so many people on the tennis floor you had judges you had teammates you had camera people everyone underneath the thing as everyone's moving it was nuts it was nuts but that thing was just so big it was awesome it is so great so great yeah kill a cage that's a great one like if they did like a like a uh, a side by side like uh, rock climbing grip one, you had to kind of traverse one way, do something that said traverse back the other way. Yeah, yeah, fun. Yeah, be really cool. I had a. I was talking with Jr. about that the other day. Is like versions of, mm-hmm. and I was like, what if we could combine the legless rig setup and the short ropes, but they had to kill or cage it like Tarzan yeah. style. Yeah. I mean, they kind of already kind of played that in the in the obstacle course. They did they in the battleground, but it was like super ropes. close together. I mean, totally. like you have to extend and hold. Oh no, no, I think it's rad. I mean, like that would be a next that would be a next iteration of that. You know, dude, That'd look at cool. these. Look at these outfits, man. Oh, look at that rig. Look at those people. Yeah, kill a cage. I'm glad you picked that because I that's was on my list, but it didn't make the final four. Ah, okay. so I'm glad you picked that. All right. Picked it. All right. My number one, I will go with, let's see. I will go with a piece of equipment and I'll start here. But what I want is I want to see the snail come back. I figured that you would say that because of uh, what you put on the <laughs> The picture. Because, yeah, because of our thumbnail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just... I, what about that one? What would you, you like about that? I just... The, the event itself was cool. Climbing Snail, I thought was awesome. Um, I really enjoyed the way it was set up. I thought it was a cool piece of equipment, right? Seeing it out there was uh, pretty sweet. The way it was unique at the time, Right pushing it forward and it punished you if you stopped because it would like roll back a foot. I just thought it looked cool. And you just see people 
trying to figure out this thing, and it's been a while. I think, what, 2016 we have it on here? Yeah, yeah. 2016, I mean, throw the it out barrel. there. We, we've seen, like, the uh, the barrel kind of, like, pull version at Chaos. We've seen that. Um, but the snail, just watching that trickle down the field, it's different than a, a sled where I feel like, you know, the grass or the turf could make a difference. And it was just like, yeah, here's a barrel full of sand and just push it that way and race through. I just, I'd like to see it make its, uh, make its way back to the games. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I'm as just, long as it's not some weird floppy flap canvasy sloppy, oh. like push this sandbag over like, and it's all like loose and sloppy. Like don't ruin that. That was uh, of all like the weird, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I say uh, they're all, all odd, odd objects, but I would say weird objects because we've had, remember the sled that kind of looked like the formula one race. Oh, setup? that murdered people. Right. Well, it depended on what part of the grass you were on. Oh, right, right. right yeah. It depended if you rode it up on one skid or not. They had football tackling dummies. They've had those are cool. Uh, that you remember the, uh, um, it was at the soccer stadium. It was uh, they were dragging a sled. It was like a like a like a rickshaw. Um, what was that one rickshaw? Like the yeah. is this the like, team it was, event? It was like behind you, and so oh, the plow, the plow. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember what the thing, <laughs> the name of it. Yeah, but all of these, all of these strange contraptions, mm-hmm. all of them, you had to deal with uh, what the surface was that you were on. Yep. But the snail, you yes. don't. Same thing with same thing with the pig. I mean, like the pig, even pig. if you get a little push out of it, there's a little bit of a slide, but not much. But that's the We've had the pig just multiple what it was. times now, right? Yeah. Three or four yeah. times since it unveiled in 2015. 2015. Yeah. yeah. It, I think it's time. Let's let's leave the pig at home and let's bring the snail back. Dude. What? You gotta you gotta climb, climb over along it? the sled <laughs> and then you gotta push this then you gotta push the snail back. Oh, dude, you get an intertwine. Oh, that would be good. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, I liked it. And I like to cool. see some people struggle with it. Yeah. I was like, oh, are we not big enough for this snail? <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your games because you're good at everything else. Uh, all right. That is our number one. You, uh, we got some great things in here. I, I see some that are actually on my list. I see uh-huh. some in here that are on my list. You guys are doing good. All right. Let's go to number two um one of so we've always had a swim mm-hmm. in the games and i've always liked that that they've added that component um the the one that i liked the best was the in and out of the ocean where they had the uh kettlebell oh they had to use. yeah um, because it was a swimming and a weightlifting. Every time that they've done, the majority of the time that they've done swimming, it's either been swimming and another monostructure. They had to paddle, they had to run. Um, there was sort of like a, a, a pull-up, push-up, air squat one that they did, kind of like a, a 2011. Swimming. There was some running in that one too. Yeah. Um, but that one with the uh, on the beach with the weightlifting, I would love to see swimming with some some dramatic weightlifting, oh. some good, some good weightlifting, whether it's, 
just clean. I mean, like whether it's on the sand or whether on they're made of platforms or however they wanted to set it up, but like mm. having to really work holding your breath, you know, with the swimming. Yeah. And then coming back and and actually, yeah, there it is. Yeah, that one. The fact that they, the greatest thing about this, especially for CrossFitters, is everyone now at this point was able to swim. But it's now when you are tired, having to go back into the water. And it was that. It wasn't like you couldn't just get done through at one time. You Mm -hmm. had to go there, use the muscles on the weightlifting pieces, and then get back in the water. And now they had to to swim around the pier. So it was like an in and out, then around the pier to the other side. Yep. And dude, that was was murdering. Yeah. I like that. I like putting a swim in there and then having to do certain things. Um within that yeah but i think I, they got in and out of the water multiple times too on this because i think it was i think it was buoy yeah. dumbbell your kettlebell thrusters burpees in the sand yep pier burpee or kettlebell burpee and then and then another, another in, i think they did another in and out didn't they yeah yeah uh the team event that year was just horrific that's where you had to do that stupid sled around the, <clears throat> well, the, the, well, the, the team swim this year, it was like a swim and then deadless with the worm. And oh it was yeah, just yeah, brutal. yeah. The hard thing about using sandbags after a swim is that the water starts yeah. to seep into the sandbag. Now they can easily hedge against that, right? Easily well, hedge. Don't against use that. a sandbag. Weights, yeah, or use weights, yes, or use weights. But uh, yeah, that was a cool event. The fact that they made the new burpees in the sand that year. <laughs> I mean, th- I I just loved. I mean, the lifeguard in me absolutely loved this. But the fact that it, dude, it was such a good race, like they were being pushed in the water. There was actually some decent surf that day, which was kind of nice. That was yeah, kind of cool. Was. Um, the run that they had had to go from the water and they had to sprint up the sand to get to the finish line was awesome. That sprint was great. Uh, going from sand to having to hold on to those dumbbells and moving those things or the, uh, the kettlebells and move those things around. Mm-hmm. It was so good, but I, I want to see another, another one like that, not a run swim and run, not like a triathlon. I want to see swimming and then I want to see some, some weightlifting style movement. Okay. I think that would be, I think that would be, that's it's time for that to come back. I like that. I like that. Um, all right, I will switch gears and I'm going to go to basically something that's happening on site. And during the events, obviously there's the broadcasts and there's what's going on. And then what they had at one point in time in like kind of peak times was they had the day at the games desk. Now, the day at the games desk has been still kind of around in lesser and lesser ways the last couple of years, but in like 17 and 18, the day at the games desk was in the beer garden yeah, on site, and it was a just a huge desk barricaded off. It was like college game day. Yeah. It was awesome. It was college game day. It was, you know, four or five people at the desk with the host. Everyone in the beer garden just watching the games because they had TV screens in there. People were just like drinking and having fun. They would march the athletes through. And if you're sitting next to Dan Bailey, all you had to do the whole time was just like people would yell to you to get Dan's attention so they could take a picture with Dan. That's pretty much like all I did at the desk every time. I was like, <laughs> hey, can you, can you get a hold of Dan? And uh, But 
having that day at the games desk back in the beer garden amongst the people in the community, I would love to see that again. I know they've, they've had that intersplice in between events. And what it's basically supposed to do is fill the time between events. All right, event one is done. We go to the day of the games desk, a recap of that, a preview of what's to come, maybe something happened earlier that day in teams or masters or something. And they just fill the time. Right? And I would love to see that back in the beer garden where yeah. it uh, traditionally has been. So us older folks that are on this on the stream here, our podcast, um, there was the Jerry Lewis telethon way back in the day where they would do like muscular dystrophy stuff. And I loved it as a kid because it would be like 48 hours of nonstop stuff. Mm-hmm. And I see it as that there would be the day at the games would be basically there from the start of the day. And the only time that they're not on there talking and doing stuff and interviewing people and talking to the sponsors or whatever, talking about programming and who's going to do what and bringing up the analysts or doing whatever they're doing is when the live show is going on. Right. And I, I think, dude, that like that would be so fun. Mm-hmm. One for the community, because the fact you're right, when it's in the beer garden like that, like having that having the community as the backdrop. They want to be on TV too, so they're going to be there and they're going yeah. to be involved and they're going to be yelling and they're going to be talking. Yeah. I think that would be, I think that you're right. That would be really fun. Yeah, it'd be awesome. And the, I think it, it does great things too is like you, it connects you directly with the community around you. Like I said, it's like college game day in there, which is sick. You can bring in all, like all the, you know, big leaders in this community, whether they're personalities in the sport or X games athletes or affiliate owners or different people in different departments. Nicole Carroll will get on there. Dave Cash will get on there. Don Fall will hop on there. Uh, uh, sponsors that are, are huge partners in the show. Like the, you, there's just so much we can play with that. Now the thing is like, we know that that isn't for free and it's a thing to pull off, but I would love to have it back. Right. I'm working in a world of like thought activated requests at the moment without any like oh, real yeah. world consequences, but having the day at the games desk, filling all the time in between events, talking to everybody underneath the sun in the beer garden. I would love to see that back. That would be sick. That'd be really cool. All right. Two down. Uh, two to go. Okay. <clears throat> this is something actually kind of in that vein, I guess, uh, that has come up as of late. And, I mean, obviously, they're depending on who this is coming from, and I'm just kind of slowly leading into this. As these comments about this particular thing comes up from certain people, you you can feel that it's like, oh, that's just kind of hype, and they're just trying to rub some people the wrong way, or they're trying to jab some people or fire some people up or whatever. But there was an element of broadcast that was going on um, back in the day. We're talking like 14, 15, 16. Uh um, the behind the show, the behind the scenes at the games where like Sevon and the team would go out and they would be talking. It wasn't the games competition. It was watching the athletes getting ready, watching them getting warmed up, talking to them before. What do you think about this event? I remember when Sevon was asking people, okay, so do you think the softball throws an event? Do you think that they should really do that? How are you going to do with the softball throw? And actually seeing what the athletes are saying about that stuff because you don't, you know, what you get off of social media, what you get off of interviews. I, I mean, there was, and there was a way that Sevon would, that would, he would do it was he would, he could get people. I think I was in this one. You are in this one. 
um, he would he could get people talking. He he could get past the. Uh, so how are you going to recover about this? You know, after this next workout, mm-hmm. what are you thinking now that you have to do? Blah blah blah. He would go. He would go past all those things, and I think that that a uh, having this kind of stuff where you get these athletes where you see them like this, not just them kicking ass on the floor, but like right here. This is, I think, something that brings the community into the community of the athlete, the community people into the community of athletes. Mm-hmm. And I think huge um we can keep going on this because this is mine too dude uh, really yeah yeah it's just <clears throat> i mean I, I so they've been talking about it and the, the reason this came up i guess in, in god in, look at these guys in here in, i know in front of my face was you know we're all on that thread of trying you know it's kind of teasing Sevon to get back out there and do that and mm-hmm. healer kind of jumped on that bandwagon trying to pump that trying to pump it out on social media and the more i think about it the more like this re there is a valid spot for this in our community so that we can see it's like, you know, we always talk about the, the everyday CrossFit or the affiliate community person mm-hmm. and the athletes, but this, the it's behind the scenes is what is the glue between because you actually get to see them like, Oh, they're just, yeah, the, it's not, it's normal. not the games doc. That's it's totally different. And I think both have their place in a big 100%. way. I yeah. love, love, love the games documentary. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, like though that's showcasing the best of the best. That's yeah. recapping the excitement of the games. This is you get to see the athletes of what's. I mean, you get you get an an under the cover look of actually what's going on because you mm-hmm. can only fake. You can always fake it on the interviews and for the show. Is that JP right there? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can always fake it in front of everyone, but like you can only do it to a point when they're in your face all the time. And that's what, that's what Sevon and his crew would do is they were always right in your face. Mm-hmm. This um, is great. Man. You're in here somewhere. I don't know where you are. Well, I'm but, not uh, 50 plus yet. Come on now. <laughs> oh yeah, it's true. But yeah, I think, uh, you know, and, and it's been tossed around a lot, especially with Dave coming back and everyone's kind of pushing Savon to do that. And, you know, regardless of what you may think about Savon in general, but like, he did an, a, a, an amazing job covering the sport in a very gorilla, raw, real kind of way. And like you said, he would ask, like his questions are just <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, so he off the you. wall. But at the same time, it's like it was almost untethered to, you know, like to, to ask, do you think the softball throw is a legit event in a YouTube doc is not something we can really do anymore. Right. Right. It's like, right. Hey, you know, I could only imagine what that behind the scenes would look like in the warm up area with Savon last year, everybody learning how to do double cross senders or double inner cross senders. What the, <laughs> what that would look like. Right. I just, yeah, I just think that it, I mean, whether, and whether it's him or, or I mean, whoever it ends up being, mm-hmm. I mean, he did, he, he has a gorilla style. So he was able to get some really good stuff in there. I think this is, we in the 50s? No, I think we were in the 40s this year. Oh, yeah. Are we doing 45 a... to 49 that year? Oh, 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 I see Ron. Oh, what were you? Was that Dave? Yes. Talking absolutes in regards to the games. Every year something changes. So, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> oh. I, think, I think something like that, whoever, whoever ends up taking that, and just and just whoever uh, of of the games team, whether it's whether it's 
Oh, Dave, I wonder if we'll get a surprise. Oh, who is, is that guy? Yeah. Yes, I want to win. I'm not gonna lie. I want to win, but that's not the main deal. I want to. I'm here with my brother. So what did you oh, yeah. before event one? Came on me, said some sweet somethings. Like you're awesome. It'll be great. Uh, said, I love you, man. Strategy stuff. And strategy. Then, and then that. Yeah. And I love you. Yeah. Did you give him strategy? <laughs> I think you give him a kiss on the and cheek a kiss. too. We're Italian. That's what happens. You know. <laughs> He's yeah. telling me that out of all these years, everybody bugging him to do masters, that it took his bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That, well, that's how you break down walls. You know, it's family that can do it. And is it hard work or is it some Grendler genes that makes you a games athlete? What's, what's the uh, hard, both. Work? hard work? So yeah, hard yeah. Work. Parents gave us some good genes for sure. That a year ago is when we said, when I asked Bill, I said, you know, hey man, I, I really want to try to go to the CrossFit Games Masters in 40-44. And he's and I said, do you think I could do it? And he goes, I think you can. And here's what we got to do. Day one starts tomorrow. That's how it happens. Do you have to get on a plane? You can't just F around. You got to. No, if you're, if you're in, you're in. Yeah. If you're in and you want to go, then, then you're in. But there's a commitment. Look at that. God, that's good how stuff. good did that feel? That was kind of cool. That was cool. <laughs> that was really, now, was he 40-44 and you were 45? I was 45-49 so that age, year. Yeah. In my head, I was like, God, if you were in that age group right now, there's no fucking way I'm ever making the CrossFit Games. <laughs> if that's what if that's what 40 and 44 look like which is why like so was your brother 40 in that video uh well he's a year and a half younger than me so i think he was like 43 yeah i think i just aged up that year okay yeah I'm, so he was 43 i was 45 all right i was like god your brother's like two or three years older than me in that video right now <laughs> uh but yeah that's that's on my list too is the behind the scenes stuff um use a uh, uh, whole group of people you know just uh it'd be cool and it's a great community addition to the sport that is crossfit right and and seeing all that is like there's things that people will watch there and we talked about this last time about just masters coverage the crossfit games it's like i actually would enjoy watching that more than the actual events of the people doing it in, yeah. a, in a little sense. And I think more people would because like, you know, you're watching people race like, ah, but like, I want to see some stories. I want to see some, some interviews, some dramas, right? I bet more people watch a podcast. This sounds weird, but like, I think more people would watch a podcast live concurrently, not live concurrently, but with, you know, you or run or tease or, or, you know, the, the old G's back in the, in the day. And then they would a live event maybe, right? Total over, over time. So, I like it. Yeah. I think that would be good. Be good. A yeah. different way to tell the story of the whole community. The Oh hey Jake. The the fact is <laughs> Yeah. The fact is is that the as all competition and there's a lot of people and this is I think people need to understand. And I'll I'll say this coming from a broad a broadcast. Wait, Allegra uh, has a question. It's like how how is knowing you bring up Bill's chops? Because that MF or had those chops forever. That was just right. like normal. That was my, that was, I was still, <laughs> that was the Wolverine. Yeah. I, that was, uh, I, w- I had those from the early days that I would be, I was still working fire, so I couldn't have a beard and I would grow out the chops on my vacation as I was competing and then I'd have to shave it back off and I just had the sideburns. Yeah. So that was the deal. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I like the, this. Sorry, Bill. I, I cut you off again. Judy um, says, well, no, this is, that's exactly what I was okay, going to cool. say. Uh, uh, what Judy had there is, Competition when you're when you're broadcasting competition, 
you're you're looking to see who the winner is mm, like okay. that's the competition i'm li- i don't I, I mean as far as it goes like when you're watching the olympics you don't see place seventh eighth ninth and tenth even though there might be great stories there yep you don't see them unless everyone the only time you would see something like that is everyone is done competing and there's the one guy who pulled a hamstring and he's trying to make his way around and his dad comes running down from the from the stands and he helps him run that's something you can show up because you're waiting for everyone to finish. But a back to the um, behind the scenes show, what that would allow you to do is now you get to see all of the athletes and all of the stories that happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's when yeah. you get to you see that it. part, you know? So it's like, I, I don't, I don't want to see who's in fifth or sixth place during a competition of the race. I don't want to see that. I want to know oh. who wins. Yeah. Because if we're concentrating on the other person, then we miss the winner. And then that's the story. Yes. This would give all of the other stories. Perfect. Which is cool. The broadcast should cover the story of the entire weekend, which is to find the fittest man, woman, and team on earth. That's the mission. These can tell the stories of the people that are actually involved in this event. All of the other people. Because there are going to be so many good stories. Yeah. So many. And that's the the form for them to go to. Mm -hmm. Okay. Last one. Last one. Last one. We shared, hey, we shared a, I had a feeling that'd be the one we, we would land on. It, uh, I figured that we'd both have that one. Yeah. I didn't know, though. I wasn't, uh, I thought that would be one of those ones that you're like, oh, Bill would pick this one, so I'm not going to pick this one. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, Number four. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. I got one. Oh, Okay. I got one. And, I like, did you I, just leave like a wild card spot as you would be inspired kinda, as the show? Yeah, went? Okay, I, have, I, like I have like two or three up here. Okay. <laughs> so one of them was more of a, I, I really like at the games when like you can have very different style events. You can't necessarily have at like the, the regionals or now the semis or whatever, because you have to make sure that all those things are the same. But at the games, you can kind of do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the events that we always talk about that was such a really cool event was the burden run. And I think what made that cool uh, was the fact that it had a lot of different objects. So that was one of the ones that I really wanted to say, but that's not going to be my one. My one was in the old days. Um, uh, and they kind of, they actually kind of did, I guess like they kind of did it twice. Remember when they had the world feed? Yes. Okay. The world feed was, uh, a separate feed that showed everything. It was like a nonstop camera of everything. Oh, yeah, on. yeah. So, you know, at like this year, and, the, and the, what made me think about this one is um, how this year there were events that weren't on. Uh, there were like, you know, you coming in with the podcast set up, trying to, trying to cover uh, the first two events for the, the team and the individual of the, you know, like the, the Linda style. Mm-hmm. Um, but what this other one would do, and I, and what made me think about this also was I remember uh, for the Olympics, I was at the working at the fire station one time. The Olympics was on, and on the website, I could pick the event that I wanted to see, and there would be a, a camera that was on that. There wasn't, there weren't broadcasters; they didn't need to be broadcast, but I could see everything, every event. And so every time that, like, when when as broadcasters, maybe there's not an event that's going to be covered. Yeah, it's a light, it's a light heat um it's whatever and i know that they kind of do that now but i mean hit everything hit everything um i liked that i also like the fact that like that that 
they could what they do they licensed out the world feed so you could have other uh 2019 they could have other uh avenues of people doing that i that would be interesting because then you then mm-hmm. you could have these other podcasts you could have you know uh peter from coffee pods and wads out there doing his thing talking yep. about it not whether and whether he's going to cover it mm-hmm. or talk just as it's going or maybe it's, you know, Brian's doing one. Brian Friend is doing one. Or maybe Sevon's doing it. And everyone's watching Sevon and Hiller talk about the things. And they're talking about, I don't know, world politics as, you know, <laughs> Justin and Pat Vellner are battling back. And yeah. I mean, who knows? I think it would be really fun to see something like that. I mean, how it goes, I'm not really sure. Again, I'm not thinking uh, what it would cost, what it would do necessarily. I just think that something like that would be really, really cool to open it up to more people and more uh, yeah, I don't know. More takes on it. I I, le- I don't think that would be a negative because I think sometimes people think is like, well, if we open up a world fee that everyone, I think you have to pay to get in 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 license. You don't just get it for free, and I don't think you should get it for free. Like if you're no. going to get a worldwide live feed to use for your personal media, albeit YouTube or whatever channel, you should have to pay for something like this, which would. In, I mean, it's not going to be a lot, but it, it's going to be enough, right? You're using something for a week straight that's given to you. Is I was like, oh, well, then it's going to take away eyes from the, the normal broadcast. I'm like, guarantee you it's not. Not even. Nobody watches end-to-end of the actual broadcast. Nobody's going to watch end-to-end of those, let's say, like podcast broadcasts. And everyone is going to come back and want to listen to maybe – the, the broadcast feed for the final heats like everyone is going to get theirs. And if you give this world feed out to media outlets all over the world, that's the thing, too, is like you said, Peter and you said, you know, Savan and, you know, Hiller is like, but you give a world feed clean, no commentary. Everyone in the world will be able to use this, which means if your goal is to reach 30 million people, right? then sell a world feed from a generic view, maybe a couple camera angles that switch as needed. You just have someone in there and people in South America can take it and use it on their YouTube channel and Australia and their YouTube channel and Siberia and use it on their YouTube channel with two people and a polar bear watching. I don't know if they're polar bears in Siberia, but like you get what I'm saying is like, yeah, now you have this worldwide net and viewership that, Hey, maybe, if you're worried about losing 30,000 viewers because you're giving this away, maybe those people that got reached by these outlets come back to your feed. Oh, I want to see a little bit more. Maybe uh, it's like, okay, cool. It's like people like the, the Savan Renegade podcast side coverage, however you want to with whatever guests. But at the same time, people also like to turn in afterwards like, Hey, I want to hear the call for that. Or you know what? I'm going to drop here and go watch the final on the real one. Not the real one. The, the official the one. The official one. We'll call it that. Yeah. I think that's genius. I mean, even, even, if, even if there was someone that wanted to license it and wanted to basically talk trash on CrossFit. Look at, look at how they're doing. Even that. Because, in, I mean, in reality, no press is bad, is bad press. If it's getting shown... Yeah, it's getting shown. Yes, and people will talk. About it. It's it's the same thing. This and it's it's similar to like what Jillian Michaels did. Mm. Like, I, and we had a hard time getting pissed about what she did because it's like I don't want to give her. I don't. Yeah, I don't attention because that's what she's doing. She 
purposely attached herself to CrossFit because she knows that that would rile CrossFitters. Mm-hmm. This right here, if you if you have people that are anti CrossFit or, or or you know naysayers on CrossFit and they're ta- they they get the feed and they're talking about that means that those people are going to be watching CrossFit. It's a formula. They, I I mean I think it would be I think it'd be amazing. That's yeah. I that seems. However, I don't know the process of doing that. Yeah. But if you license it out, whatever, right? Yeah. Whatever you want to like. Put, put your price on it. Because someone is like, hey, uh, you know, we got someone uh, harsh from India right now. Yeah. Harsh, start a YouTube channel and be like, hey, if you pay two to three grand, you get the whole feed for the entire week and you can do whatever you want on your YouTube channel. How many people would tune into your YouTube channel? Yeah. It's like, how many people are getting this, right? And you either do it on a podcast or you do your own broadcast style using the live feed. Right, you can either have a world feed, or you can have just like it's the feed that everybody sees without the commentary. I think I actually think that's what the world feed is. You want to know what would be crazy? Is you you know how CrossFit is always you know we're, we're looking for commentators. We want to try to bring some people in. We got to see what people are doing and see how they're saying. We want to people to know what it is that they're doing. Mm. Looks to me like you'd have a whole lot of uh, footage of people commentating oh. to see exactly what they look like what kind of information do they bring how do they sound what kind of stuff do they use <laughs> i mean not that i'm trying to get you out of your job or anything like that I or mean, anybody else's but like there i mean that was always i remember even in the early that was one of my fears it's like this guy worked at what news station <laughs> the nausea man feed you know it'd be I uh, do that <laughs> amazing is uh <clears throat> who's that instagram uh announcer bob menifee oh yeah <laughs> could you imagine, dude? Could you imagine all the crazy memes that you could get out of that guy? Yeah, calling the stuff on CrossFit, which would do nothing but make CrossFit that much more entertaining and people watching. Thirty yeah. million people, bring it. I yeah. Okay, that's good. So world feed, world feed, world feed. Okay, I'm gonna my last one. I'm reaching back. We did it once. We've repeated it once and then updated it another time but i want to restart it and i want to bring back the hopper ooh Let's bring it back event 1 so there's not a huge implication on the whole weekend right don't do it for the final jesus yeah it's serious but there i'm sure there's a much better way to kind of like okay we've programmed all of these events so far now let's go back to event 1 and we're just going to put in everything that we didn't use. Okay. In timetables and re- like, there's a way to do this where it fits well enough, but you still get the unknown element. And we just tip of the cap to the very first event ever programmed for the CrossFit Games, which was the Hopper. So, do you think that it would be the Hoppers rolled on day one, and it ends up being it's a day three event? That. So that they have time to be able to think about setting up and all that kind of stuff. Maybe, or they they. I mean, back then they had three events, so it wasn't a whole lot of. All right, I got I got one for you. Ready? You do it. I'm not going to play this because we make it a fuck it. We probably already got a strike. <laughs> Whatever, just watch. Um, they do it at the athlete dinner the night before. That'd be cool. You got all night to set it up. <laughs> now I'm like, all right, 
rogue workers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I already talked about them building this stupid killer cage all over again. That's so. true. But well, I like that. I actually, I thought about that. Athlete actually, dinner, night before, because that's when Dave would, then Dave would be like, all right, guys, your first event of the CrossFit Games. And he's like, bring it out, gentlemen. And, and someone would walk out with like, a rescue raft. Right. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck right. is this? Or a paddleboard. Like, that's what the the night before dinners were. It was the time to announce the first event of the CrossFit Games. And it was, by the way, it's Annie Sakamoto and her daughter, Dylan. She, she I just believe. came up to my gym. She yeah, I saw that. Gym. Yeah, so cool. But all, all the members were so stoked. Yeah. And okay. so they had all these different color balls, and it was like rounds, reps, movements, things like that. But yeah, Annie Sakamoto's kid, Dylan, who I think is like almost in college now, picked the first <laughs> movement of the CrossFit Games. <laughs> it's pretty cool. But yeah, bring it back. Do it the night before. And like I said, it's like you can, you can catalog everything prior to what we've done, what we're doing for the, all the next 14, 15 events, throw in everything that we haven't used in an appropriate time frame, and just uh, roll that hopper at dinner. I like that. I... I there was an element of that piece that I was thinking about. So, you know, I think everyone liked the uh, chaos Mm -hmm. because it was unknown and unknowable. You had no idea what you had to do. You just had to start doing stuff. This I hear, obviously you didn't know things got picked out. Um, And then there was also, and I think it was 2011, 2010, 2011, Mm -hmm. where all the athletes were sequestered in the back and they came out and they had a, like it was a three minute, workout 30 second break three minute workout where they had to do the push-ups and the climb over the wall and then they had to do the toes to bar and the snatch and then they had to do the yep. burpees over the wall and the rope climb or whatever it was that oh rope yeah climb that rich went down yep. and you didn't know what the workout was i mean dave basically said your workout is <laughs> three two one go. three rounds of 30 of these and two Dude, that final, ready and go that fun if you guys hadn't that final is so hard so hard and it Dude. was so hot um but having i think having i like the idea of having a an unknown element like that where you don't know mm-hmm. right before you do it i think that that is I, I really do like that. Yeah. Th- that was another one that was kind of on my list is something like that. Not necessarily the hopper, which I think would be sick if you could set that up. It would be cool. Yeah. Right. And, and you can do it in different ways. It's like, okay, for, for simplistic sakes, it's like, all right, we're going to have uh, three different machines in there. Yeah. And kettlebells only and body weight movements, something like there's, there's a way to do it. Right. But I just think it would be uh it'd be cool. Yeah. Cool throwback. Maybe save that for the twenty year. I like it. Put it put a put a uh what is it? Put a pen in it. Pin in it, put a pin in it, bring it back in three years. Because what this oh, is year shit. seventeen. I didn't realize that was Brandon that was the judge. Oh yeah. Crazy. Oh Dale. Yeah. Brett Marshall. Yep, there it is, a little butterfly. The creator action. of the butterfly pull-up. You guys just saw that there in person as it was designed. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Zach. So good. <laughs> Look at these people. Yeah. All right. That's good. I like that. All right. So I, do, I like our four choices. Yeah, so go go through your four. 
Um, uh, Killer Cage Ninja, uh, but upgraded, like Ninja Scaffolding, something okay. like that. Yeah. Um, I had swim with weightlifting movements in it. Mm-hmm. I had uh, behind the scenes at the games. Yep. And I had a world feed. I like that. I like that. Uh, I I want to see the snail. Just want to see it back. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. I think it's yeah. a fun implement. You can do so many different things around it. Uh, and, and as you said, it's a, it's a much more even sled push style deal that doesn't really, totally. not affected by the weather or Grass environment. <laughs> yes. Yeah, any of that. Uh, I want to see the day at the games desk back in the beer garden, get some college day game day vibes, uh, behind the scenes stuff as, uh, as we both talked about and the hopper. Yeah. I'd like to see the hopper back for one event. And I believe we all are in agreement and we didn't want to waste a slot is uh, bring back events. The events. word. Wow, that's great. I didn't say test one time. I actually said yeah. workouts. Ooh, I, yeah. I just, I, I went, I did that kind of on purpose and just went, fuck it. Yeah. I'm going to go completely wrong the other direction. <laughs> yeah. Now I will say this in, in, I know we've given Boz a lot of shit for forcing us to say tests for three weeks, which I thought was ridiculous. And if anyone's comes like, what does it matter what they caught? It's like, then why did we change it? Right. There's my rebuttal. So shut up on that one. Not to Boz, to anybody that just didn't like that. So um, keep the names of the events. Like push, pull. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Now, that's one thing I, I give Boz Prosaurus that he brought it back. That he brought it back. Because in Dave's last games... He stopped naming them. I know. He called them like IE1 for individual event one and <laughs> TE1. And he's like, ah, you know, I don't want to name them anymore. And I thought that was a horrible call. Because you go back to 2021, and we're like, oh, remember this event? And you're like, what was it called? I was like, it was the running toes to bar uh, chipper one, <laughs> IE10. You don't remember that one? And he's like, no, we don't remember that one. <laughs> we remember the names, though. Burden run. Burden run. Triple threes. Triple threes. Muscle up biathlon. Clean like, speed ladder. Oh, man. Like, like you say, like, the, thick there's, and a, quick. there's an emotional connection to those names, yeah. not IE4. Midline March. And I'm surprised that he decided not to do that because, okay, designing an event, a workout, whatever, when you're programming it, like, that's. It's a fun artistic feel. Yeah. But remember how much fun we would have in Dubai when we're trying to all like round table the names of all yeah. this stuff, acid bath and all those things, however it would come up. That was part of the fun. It's like, well, okay, how do you feel on this one? What are the pieces on this one? Let's give this, the, here's the name, bam, and then there it is. And you have this yeah. beautiful name that covers this kick-ass event. And so now all of a sudden you're attached to it. Yeah. It's not a number. It's the burden run. Right. The name, as you said, elicits a, res- a emotional response. Right. Murph. Murph. We call it Murph. And when you say Murph, you know exactly what you're talking about. Right. Even though it was called, what was the name of it? It was a. Uh, oh, body uh, armor. What was it? The original? Body armor. Body, body armor. armor. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of cool, but like. Yeah, still awesome. Now, now that we have a connection to a person for it, it's like, now you say it, and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Murph. Oh, we, that's cool. We made it. You can go away. Thank you. Um, what was that? Uh, 
was I thinking? Oh, uh, the Rescue Randy obstacle course. Like the the names are so great because like what else do you call it? It's like, hey, you remember IE two from two thousand seventeen? You're like, no. It's like, right. oh, it was the thing where they ran with the dummy and the rope climbs. Like first cut, right? First cut. <laughs> you guys remember IE one from twenty nineteen? The uh, the old run rope snatch thing is like no names Atalanta yeah exactly, exactly. God, those names and like all the in reality like it's not like they're Aeneas super poignant names or anything but it's Fibonacci. like now we know what they are and we know the story behind it like first cut at the games dude that's a big deal yeah first cut did you make the first cut you did suicide spy bye. Yeah, it's great. Strong man's fear. I mean, golly. These I mean, come are on. Great. These are great. Um, all right, team. Thanks for joining us. That was a really fun one. We're going to get back to doing these because these are like the lighthearted, enjoyable ones. And uh, we got something in the works. We got something in the works. You guys be ready. But we got a mega episode coming up. I don't know. A couple weeks? Yeah. Two weeks prior? Yeah, I'm good with that. We're going we're gonna to crowdsource the seeding for this. But we're going to bring in a crew, and we're going to get back to a mega episode bracket-style elimination. Can I say what it is? If anybody copies us, whatever. Yeah. Best programmed CrossFit games of all time. We have 16 to choose from. Which means we've already dumped down to the Sweet 16. Already down to the Sweet 16, so the episode won't take four hours. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to crowdsource, we're going to rank, we're going to bracket them, and then we're going to have a mega episode with some mega people, and we're going to have an elimination-style tournament to pick the best program CrossFit Games of all time going into the 2023 Noble CrossFit Games. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. It's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. All right, gang. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you. Thanks for your submissions. That was super fun. Thanks for the trip down memory lane. We hope to see you guys more and more as these go on. Freaking 112 consecutive viewers. Thank you guys so much for rolling with us. We really do appreciate it. Thank you for support. And hey, what, what day is it? Is it Tuesday? It's Tuesday. Well, I guess we got another day to do something then. Yeah. All right. Have a great week, dude. Later, guys.